a wolf meditation for panic. You might be able to hear all kinds of sounds in the background. This is the kind of meditation that takes place in the midst of life, where there's noise and activity and there's other people, but where all those things don't help you feel calm that the amount of activity around you isn't helping you find your center and where you're feeling panic purely internal and that there just is not a single thing outside of you that is being able to reach you panic can feel like different things to different people Today, panic for me is a feeling of contraction around my heart and pain in my rib cage. Behind my heart, where my left shoulder is, under the shoulder blade. It feels like agitation in my limbs, but numbness also. Like I'm very aware of the very center of my heart but everything starts fading out from that point onwards. And the rest of the world beyond my limbs, beyond my skin, just feels somewhat immaterial and pointless and like it's not really gonna help. So what do I do? What I'm doing today is lying down and I invite you to lie down also take any pressure off of your body parts that feels good that feels like your body wants you to do it body consciousness is where i'm heading in this meditation feeling panic and like everything is immaterial that everything is fading away my body included is a difficult place to become present to, to reside. A lot of meditation and resource is asking us to get in our own skin and be present to our own body, but what happens when that body is panicking and it feels like it's not really yours or it feels like there's nothing you can do to calm it down, um, especially if your head is spinning out at the same time. It helps for me to create some space and even though space can feel scary, um, it's a practice that has helped me long-term. So I encourage you to go with me on this to the degree that you can. Now, if you're lying down by now or having taken weight off of your body in some degree to try and allow your muscles to let go I get tension around my shoulder, my neck, um, makes my throat tense. It makes me ache <laughs> and feel like I can't breathe properly. So lying down for me really helps open up the chest, which just without even trying allows my lungs to get more oxygen. Um, in this meditation, I'm really inviting you to not force anything. Just go with it. Um, now what came to me as i was becoming aware that i was feeling panicked 
was um, to visualize an animal. Um, this isn't like a forced thing. This is a thing that comes up for me, and it's also why I named the podcast "Lone Wolf Healing." Is that often I get an image of a wolf, not exclusively, but the wolf for me seems to come back. And in this instance, I felt myself as a wolf charging, running, frightened, um, speeding through a forest, followed by hunters. The hunters are pretty nondescript. It's just a sense that there is a wave of force running me down, and I have to stay ahead of it. Um, in fact, it feels more equivalent to a tidal wave than any like one specific character or energy. It is like a vast and uncompromising energy that is chasing from behind and that is very much like destroying everything in its wake so there is nowhere to go but forward um that's how it feels and so I can feel myself most articulated as this wolf that's on the run even though I'm a person who's lying still I feel like a wolf that's on the run charging 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 and it has to stay ahead I feel this imperative that I must stay ahead um, and that I am increasingly exhausted, that the pain I feel in my human body is also in that wolf's body, that the muscles are tired and that I am panting and that my chest is heaving and that my heart is hurting with the exertion of running. And so I can identify that. That helps me explain how I feel because, like I said, I'm a human who is lying down. I'm not a wolf that is running through a forest and yet even though my body is still I can tell you that that is how I feel and this can be a helpful way of explaining if you do find it hard to uh, be able to explain to people that though you may look one way you feel another that though you may be sitting still in fact you're fighting that even though you are silent you might be screaming um finding a way to articulate that what I look like to another might not at all be how I feel internally is um, extremely beneficial because we do need others to get us right like as much as we can we need to find people who can hold space for things that don't obviously make sense um and who can see beyond just like what is in front of them and use their imaginations with us so I'm a wolf running through a forest and I'm running out of energy. So now I have a time limit. There's a wave of something following me, chasing me, coming after me, not just me exclusively. Like I said, it's a tidal wave. Um, it's not, it's sort of uncompromising. I just happen to be wanting to be away from it. Like it's not chasing me personally, but it is a tidal wave that is destroying everything and I'm staying ahead of it. Um, and I'm running out of energy and I feel like I have to stay ahead of it so what am I to do that's where the panic has started I'm running out of my survival resources I'm running out of my physical energy I'm running out of my will to stay ahead of the wave and I'm looking for options um, the option that came to me was one of 
surrender as a wolf running up an embankment where there's bracken on the ground and then getting down close to the earth as low as I can and hiding on this ridge and watching the hunters, the tidal wave, go ahead of me. And so there's some logic there and as much as I can feel that I'm up on a ridge, I'm behind some kind of defense, um, that I'm not just lying down in front of the path of this wave or this hunting energy. I've gotten out of the way somehow. I've gotten up into a space that is not in its immediate pathway. And that's what this meditation is. It's inviting you to find your ridge, find your space that is out of the way of that tidal wave of energy, the thing that is hunting you, the thing that is coming that you're scared of and that you're trying to outpace and to find in your own mind's eye a ridge. What is that ridge for you? You don't even need to be an animal, but you can get a sense of whatever it is that's holding you slightly away from this thing. You're not gone, you're not out of the situation necessarily, but there is something there that is stronger than you. There is some buffer. It might not be a barrier, but it might at least be a buffer. Now for me as a wolf, this buffer is a ridge of earth that has bracken along it. I'm down close, my body is against that cool soil and I'm watching, I'm not disassociated from the situation yet. In fact, I'm watching attentively as what I was running from now spreads out in front of me. It continues past me. In my mind's eye, they're coming from left to right, if you will, from screen left to screen right, just flooding in front of me and now I'm watching it. And the hunters, the wave, the tidal wave of this energy has now gone ahead. I'm behind it, in fact. I'm sort of to the side, but I'm also now behind it that that hunter, that crest of the wave is now just spreading onwards. It's hunting down whatever it will hunt down, but I'm no longer placing myself in front of it. I'm no longer running away from it and trying to outpace it. It's outpaced me. And there's a sense of relief and release that comes with that physically, the tension of running, the panting, the desperate grasp for oxygen has dissipated. I'm now able to catch my breath. I'm now able to slow down that pulse rate. I'm behind the curve, if you will. The crest has passed me already. I'm behind the wave. Um, I'm watching. I still feel watchful. Like there is still that energy. That hunting energy hasn't stopped. It has preceded me. But that doesn't mean it won't circle back for me. But as I'm watching, 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 I'm watchful for that circling back as though it's coming back for me personally, but right now it's not. Right now it's not coming back for me. It's going onwards. I wasn't necessarily the focus of the hunt. I just put myself in front of the hunt and tried to stay away from it. And now that I've found some other place to go, 
some reassuring buffer between me and the hunt, I can wait. I can pause and I can regenerate. I need to because I can't keep running. And so I'm catching my breath on the ridge and allowing myself to relax into the earth. My body is weak. There is no magic fix for getting energy back, for getting stamina back, for getting our breath back. It requires time. It isn't about fast fixes. Outrunning something that's terrifying us is a very fast fix for a situation. You get out. But what happens when you can't keep getting out? What happens when you've been getting out for a very long time, but now you can't keep running? And so finding that ridge, that escape to the side rather than running onwards, 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 forwards, forwards. We find a place we can go that's to the side for a minute. And like I said, I'm not saying that the hunt won't come back and that the chase won't be on again. But for right now, we're hunkering down and we can watch. That mental activity can be satisfied through a gentle watchfulness I'm not going to ask you to become unafraid. I'm not going to ask you to believe that there's nothing to fear. I'm just going to invite you to watch. Watch for the next sign. Watch for the signal that you will need to start running again. But until that signal comes, I invite you to focus in on your body on the earth to get familiar with whatever your ridge is, whatever your bank or buffer is. And I invite you to rest into it, to feel the coolness of that energy on your hot body, the panting, the heart rate, the bones that ache, and to let yourself go into that earth space like a wolf that's been on the run, whatever your equivalent is, and take some deep breaths, allowing a softening, a calming, to not focus on being calm yet, but to just let yourself slowly come down from that place of intensity, not on anyone else's timeline, but your own and just breathe into it. Short, sharp breaths if that's where you are, leading to slightly longer ones. As you whole-bodiedly let yourself drop, let the guard drop. Remain watchful through your eyes, but let the rest of you drop. And if you are in a space where you feel like you can close your eyes, and lean into your own body experience where your body is not fighting your mind, where you are not fighting your body, but where you start to come into one sensation. Let yourself go there. And if you can't close your eyes, that's fine. You can still feel your body. You can still remain mentally active. 
you can still keep your watchfulness, which is your survival instinct, awake. And keep breathing in. Keep allowing a sense that you are getting recharged. No one's asking you to stop. No one's saying that it's over. But you can recharge. And now is the time to do that. We cannot panic forever. It will wear us down. And when our batteries are down, we'll panic the more. Which is why we have to find this mechanism, this coping mechanism. To relax into a present moment that doesn't disregard what it is we're running from. What it is we're fighting against but that honors all of those things whilst we take a moment to recharge, gaining sanctity and power from something that isn't the fight or the flight, but is a rest stop. And we can find these rest stops whenever we need them, but we'll usually find them when we're panicking because usually we don't even realize that we're running from something until we start realizing that we're running out of energy to run. So to you, my friend, I hear you. I know you. We're running. And sometimes we don't even know where we are. But for this moment, this space remains here for you when you need to pause, when you're running on fumes alone and you can feel that those fumes are starting to fail. Here we have a space we can go to just for a moment to find our power again and to remain vigilant and watchful for the things that we know may be coming, for the realities that we face. I never wanna discount what those realities are for you they're true. They're true for us one day at a time, one moment at a time. They, they can change, but they always exist in some form or other. And so I'll leave you in some stillness, in some space, before the pressure of the hunt comes back. And even with the potential that maybe it won't. But if it does, I've got you and we can run some more. We know how. But until you feel it's indicated that you need to get up and move, I invite you to stay with some stillness, with some breath, with the calming down, feeling that earth beneath you that's so full of life, the earth upon which we run and flee and shake and hide but also which is there for us the whole way. What is beneath our feet that holds us up is more powerful than I am when I'm running along it. It's there for us, it's got us, and it doesn't go anywhere, even when all other forms of structure and certainty seem to collapse around us. As someone who is dealing with trauma and working with their mental health, you're in a prime position 
to be one of the strongest people in times like this. Because we know what we're dealing with, whereas other people may not have been there before. So I encourage you to take care of yourself because we are needed. We can help, but we can only help when we are resourced. And with that, I will leave you. Take care, my friends.